Many cultures around the world have a grain that is not grown or even known outside its home area. Quinoa is from South America. Amaranth fed the Aztecs in Central America. Now an ancient grain from Ethiopia, teff is appearing on grocery shelves in America. Teff has been an important part of the Ethiopian diet for thousands of years. Like oat, rice, and wheat, it is a cereal grass. Teff is known for its small grain. It is used mainly to make flour. Teff has a mild, nutty, or earthy taste. Teff flour is the key ingredient for the well-known spongy flatbread found in Ethiopian restaurants. Wayne Carlson learned about teff while doing public health work in Africa in the mid-1970s. I came to know teff because I was eating it all the time and hosted by teff farmers. In the late 70s, Carlson returned to the U.S., married and settled in southwest Idaho. Then he came up with an idea to introduce teff grass to North America in his home state. Geologically, it's very similar to Ethiopia. Ethiopia is uh, placed on the, the East African Rift Valley, which is uh, very much like the Snake River Plain. Wayne and his wife Elizabeth are not farmers, nor do they want to be. So they convinced actual farmers in Idaho, Oregon, and Nevada to grow teff on contract for them. The Carlsons milled it themselves. Until last year, though, there was not a single Ethiopian restaurant or bakery in the entire state of Idaho to sell the milled flour to. The way we started was Wayne went through the Washington, D.C. telephone book and looked for the names that were Ethiopian. And that is how the business slowly grew for several decades, serving the Ethiopian and Eritrean immigrant community in the U.S. Over time, the Teff company has outgrown four different mills. The first was a little stone grinder in the Carlson's basement. Now they occupy a remodeled brewery complex in Nampa, Idaho. The Carlsons say the Teff flour coming off the mill could end up in an upscale natural foods store or commercial bakery. Sales of alternatives to modern wheat are growing quickly each year, says an industry trade group. Rich Roseberg is a food researcher at Oregon State University. He says teff production has exploded 
over the past decade in the U.S. The grain has gone from 1,200 hectares in 2003 to more than 40,000 nationally by 2010. He says most teff grown in the U.S. is fed to farm animals. It's a good livestock forage in general, but it does seem like horses have a preference for it in some informal taste tests where we've compared teff with other common grasses. In Idaho, however, where the Carlsons are based, Roseburg believes more of the teff production is for human food. Teff contains lots of calcium, iron, protein, and fiber. Roseburg credits Wayne Carlson for being ahead of his time. He recognized the value of teff, at least for, for teff grain, uh, long before any of the rest of us did. The University of Nevada, Reno, is leading a project to breed improved varieties of teff. The aim is to make teff more productive and available to survive drought. Nevada scientists are trying to prepare for severe growing conditions due to global warming. One advertisement for the teff company says, move over quinoa, there's a new grain in town. The new grain is really an ancient one, but Wayne Carlson does not like the term ancient grains to describe teff. Teff was never really a relic. It was never uh, bypassed by history. Teff has always been the mainstay crop for millions and millions of people, and it's just a, that they were geographically isolated in, in Northeast Africa. So all we've done is said to the rest of the world, hey, look, there's this really good stuff there. Why don't, you, why don't you incorporate it into your diet? And the rest of the world is doing just that. I'm Marcia James. Do you or someone you know use teff when preparing meals or baking? Let us know in the comments section.